Bluegrass Jamalong is proud to be sponsored by Collins Guitars and Mandolins, each and every one built from the sound up in Austin, Texas. This episode is also brought to you by Peghead Nation, the home of Roots Music Instruction. If you want to improve your playing, join me and thousands of other pickers getting better every day at pegheadnation.com. Hey, this is Matt, and you're listening to Bluegrass Jam Along, the podcast for anyone and everyone who plays bluegrass. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Um, this is a really quick episode, a teeny tiny thing, but um, the reason I'm doing it is uh, I'm putting together an episode to celebrate what would have been Doc Watson's 100th birthday in March, and I have some fantastic guests for that. It's going to be a really, really, really good episode. Um, and I'm still editing it together, and I'm still interviewing, but I'll tell you more about that in a couple of weeks. Um, but as part of it, I spoke to Tony Trishka, who's always a treat to chat to, and he gave me some memories about hearing Doc and seeing him play in the 60s. Um, but he also told me a really cool story about Bill Munro, and it's only a couple of minutes long, and it didn't fit in the doc episode, and doesn't fit anywhere else. But I wanted to share it because it's a really cool story about a moment of generosity, and a lovely experience Tony had with some of his friends as a young picker. So yeah, I'm just going to share that with you now. Uh, but that's it. Just a few minutes long this episode. Um, I will see you next week with some new tunes um, and more info on the Doc Watson episode as well. I was playing in this group called the Down City Ramblers in Syracuse, New York, and uh, we went to the 1966 um, Fincastle Bluegrass Festival, Roanoke Bluegrass Festival. It was the second three-day festival ever run by Carlton Haney. And while we were there, found out that uh, through Peter Rowan, who I'd known since 64, that uh, Monroe was going to be playing in Rochester, New York, uh, about an hour and change from Syracuse. And our guitar player, whose family lived in Rochester, talked to Peter Rowan and said, um, I'll give you a joint if you'll get Bill to come to my parents' house for dinner before the show in Rochester. And that sealed the deal. And uh, so we drove over from Syracuse, and there's the bluegrass bus in front of our guitar player's parents' house in the, on the Saturday afternoon before the show. And you walk in, and there's Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys in suits and ties. It's Peter Rowan on guitar and vocals, and Richard Green on fiddle, Lamar Greer on banjo, and uh, Bill's son, James Monroe, on, on bass. And uh, we got to jam with Monroe on a couple of tunes beforehand, before dinner. And um, and then I remember Bill had a – he was drinking a glass of red wine and talked about how he had this hound that could trace the scent of a rabbit through the streets of Chicago if the scent was three weeks old. <laughs> and then we had dinner and afterwards Monroe said, would you like to play? Would you like us to play for you? It was like the four of us in the band, Joel, our okay. guitar player's parents, like six of us sitting in the living room and with Bill Monroe and the bluegrass boys taking requests for 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah, okay. How about can't you hear me calling? How about crossing the Cumberlands and whatever else we asked them to play? I mean, you know, like standing like six feet in front of us, just taking requests. So, you know, he played for his dinner, basically, is what it was. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't get much more generous than that. To have the guy that invented bluegrass doing a house concert for 20 minutes.
Bluegrass Jamalong is proud to be sponsored by Collins Guitars and Mandolins, making some of the finest guitars and mandolins in the world since the 1970s. Visit collinsguitars.com and find out why.